that we need to think about our own self-reflection. What do you call that? Self-reflection. When we're doing the mirror talk, the mirror talk is one of extensive reflection upon yourself. It helps you to see you. Because everybody sees themselves, right? Uh, when I was a little girl growing up, uh, there was a television show called Rumper Room. Look it up for you new millennials. Look it up. The parents may remember it. And that romper room always had a mirror every time the show came on and the teacher of that show would look through the mirror and name all the kids all the kids and she would begin something like this i see bobby i see sean I see Quentin, I see Michelle, and I would wait and wait and wait, being a little kid, and say, she didn't say my name, thinking that the TV really could see you, the reflection of you, the picture of you, and I would do that, not knowing that there was no way that that mirror could see now let me ask you something most of you guys unless you're living in a dungeon and I doubt that have mirrors where you live and if you don't have a mirror in your home you have one in your car you're going to pass by a mirror how many times have you self-reflected? Because that's what we're going to be talking about, the challenge of self-reflecting. And so we're going to try a word, introspective. Introspective. We're going to think about that word because that word is really self-reflection. Why do we self-reflect in vibe talk? Because it's going to help you to think about your values, your core values, what you mean to yourself. Because, you know, we think about what we mean to other people, right? What do you mean to yourself? How many of you are taking the time to actually think about your core values and or analyze it of yourself? Many of you doubt, many of you feel uncertain. If you're asking yourself questions, undoubtedly, you want to 
this. But if you're asking yourself questions and you doubt that, and you feed yourself with that doubt, I ask that you do more of this introspection, which means to analyze inside of you. Self-reflection is going to you and it is important. Why? Because beautiful brain, so marvelous in design. It has the power to taking anything for granted. This is going to test your honesty. Because some of us, myself included, take things for granted. You know, we think about family. And you know, some of our family, as much as uh, we love them, we must be honest. There are things that may irk us. Things that may irk us, things that may bother us, things that may irritate us. I'll give you an example. When I was a kid, uh, my sister, out of seven kids, my sister and I were the last two at home. And we had this room. We had a Jack and Jill room. You could walk out of one room or not, well, actually be inside the room, and then there was a door from that room that you could walk into the other room. And I used to love to aggravate my sister. Because there was another way I could walk out and go into the kitchen, but I loved to just cross through her room. And she would always say, stop doing that. I told you not to walk through my room. She's my bigger sister, I'm the younger. You know how that works. Getting on her nerve. But nevertheless, there wasn't anything and there is nothing that I would not do for her. See, that's love. Let's be honest with ourselves because sometimes we take it for granted. We take it for granted. Now, there might be something that you take for granted. I'm going to ask you, Trish, is there anything that you take for granted? And for those who are out there, we want you to join us. You have a comment section below. Please do. Please feel comfortable. And you can uh, join us right here. And if we're not on air, still do it anyway. We have a lot of self-respect self-reflection. Go ahead, Trish. Anything that you take for granted? Um, I'd say I take my I take my passion for granted because I only have I'd say I have mostly passion for who I care about and I don't have it like for myself. I have passion for my music, but I know my music and I know myself and I know that I'm holding back because a part of me is just like afraid to 
let out all the passion that I do have. So I'm taking my passion for granted. Okay. For those of you who are listening, she used the word afraid or fear. There are other terms for afraid and fear. But she still has passion. A lot of you have come into Vibe Talk and you're afraid. And my question is, what makes you afraid? Isn't the fact that you think you're the only one who feels like that? That's why when we come in, we tell people not to talk directly to you, but talk to us as co-host and host. Why do we do that? Because we realize that you are not the only one. So you're going to feel a little timid, a little fear. And it's normal. So that's one of the questions. Another question is, are you waking up in the morning ready to take on the day? How many of you actually really wake up and you say, boy, I just can't wait to get to work. Boy, I just can't wait to pay that bill. I just can't wait. How many of you wake up like that? I do. You wake up like that, ready to take on the day with those thoughts? Yes, I do. Yeah, tell us about it, Trish. Um, it's just, I have a plan for the day. If I have a plan for the day, and I wake up and I'm just like, you know what, I'm ready to do it. I know I got this, I got this. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wake up with. And I wake up very early in the morning to start my day, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's very refreshing because... Waking up early in the morning, it just hits different. Like, it feels like a different vibe to me. Now, with me, I'm an early riser. My sister always says, I wake up at 4, dark 30. (laughs) She always says that. And why do I do it? Because I know if I get an early start, I will be completed by noon time. That means for me, 12 o'clock noon, that I'm done working and I have the rest of the day to do something that I'm not necessarily have to do what would like to do. There you have both sides of taking on the day. Now, relationships. We talk quite a bit about relationships. For those of you who are in a relationship, I'm going to say that again. Come in your chair closer to me, hear me. For those of you in a relationship, I want to ask you this question. 
are you putting enough effort into that relationship? It's the key word. So that you know. Are you putting enough effort to your relationships? What'd you say? to get into a relationship with someone more Daniel. See, she was able to say that she got out of her comfort zone because no one really knows why you do something but you. And you say, well, I don't know why I did that. But you do know why you did something with a little bit of self-reflection and some questions, you're going to discover the whys. After listening to her story, you know, we don't know if that was the thing to do before she lives her complete life. But she accomplished that. Let's go back to boundaries. How many of you have gotten out of your comfort zone and pushed your boundaries? I'll tell you a story because you know that on Fridays, since we're including Friday with today's Think About Thursday, you know how I told you that I was starting the class this class is going to be very helpful in my going around to speak to others because that's what's getting ready to happen as I have my podcast. We will share with you those things. Anyways, pushing my boundaries. I have a really hard time with crowds. Imagine that. I have my own podcast, but I have gotten out of my comfort zone. And that's what the live radio podcast does. It gets you out of your podcast because you what begins to happen is that people start coming and listening. You know, we're on Facebook, so people know we we've virtually visited every state. But you're going to have 1, 2, 10, 50 come out of the woodwork and want to hear you, even when you're not here. And then you're going to get opportunities for people to say, can you come? Can you do this? Well, that's happened. And so now I'm out of my comfort zone. But how did I feel about it? Oh, boy, it's the most nerve-wracking thing. Especially when they get to the part of you introducing yourself and why you want to do what you do. So we had to do that in class, my first day there. And you had to say your name and you had to tell them what brought you there to that class. I pushed the boundaries. All because of this live talk podcast 10 years ago 
uh-uh, you couldn't, get, you couldn't, if you took me to 10 trips to Disneyland, you couldn't have gotten me to do that. Think about the world between then and now. Are you there yet? Advice. How many of you like to give advice? You give your advice, everybody's advice, Oprah's advice, uh, Dr. Field's advice, and whoever else is out there giving advice. Just love, love, love giving advice, right? I do. Yeah, you like giving advice? What was the last time? What advice did you give the last time? What was the advice that you gave the last time? Um, I gave the advice to my friend who wanted to just hurry up and move out. Uh -huh. And he, he's like sick of living with his parents. And I'm just like, you know, you're in college. You, you, you have it good now. They're not charging you for anything. You should just like wait it out until you're actually financially stable. So that's the advice. Good advice. Now, how many of us can take advice? Advice is easy to give, but harder to get. How many of you feel like that? Is it hard for you to receive advice? Yes, yes it is for me too. Why is it hard for you? It's hard for me to take advice because I go, they don't know me. When I know that they do, they've been around me 20, 30 years. Who are they to tell me? That's my attitude. When I already know that the advice that I've been given should have been well taken. I want to talk to you for a minute. Pull up your chairs. Come a little closer to the speaker. Can you hear me? When people give you advice, how many times have you said, I receive it? Or, I will receive it. Because there's nothing more to be said, even if you like it, love it, or hate it. You're going to impact them because you know what? That advice either not asked for or well intended and you needed it. And you receive it in the best interest of yourself. Even if it was some quirky advice and you say, why did I even ask that person? Because I knew they were going to say it. Because sometimes we do that, don't we? We ask a person advice, and we know darn well exactly what they're going to say. Try it on your mother, for instance. Because, see, you know your mother and your father well. And you say, watch. Watch what they, watch what they say. But the next time that you are given advice, always include this. I received it well. Or... If you didn't like the advice, 
Because you see, that changes the game. Nobody's laughing if if I got red, she told you. But you're just left with a nuts. Think about it. So, you say you got 869 friends, almost 900 more than I do. And guess what? I have a question for you. How many of those friends would you trust with your life? Would you start unchecking the box? Ask you how many of your friends, starting with the ones that are on your Facebook list, would you trust with your life? What do you think? Impact. What do you say has had the greatest impact on your life, living or dead? And we'd love if you gave us a following as well as a like on Wiped Out Facing the Lions Facebook. Sure. Have a good yeah, day. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Uh, a manager at a, an escape room, so I kind of worked there with him for a while. Okay. Okay. And I think someone else. Because, see, after they've impacted you, it's paying it forward. Your parents would be proud of you to pay it forward, no matter how old you are, because you have, no doubt, learned from their knowledge. Well, it's your turn to start paying it forward. Think about these questions. Think about it. Ask yourself questions. Does it really matter? What other people think of you. Good morning, Daniel, and thank you for joining our live and interactive podcast. We are live on Facebook, and we are by Dog Facing the Lions. Daniel, what can you honestly say about yourself? And where are you listening from? We're going to take another phone call. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Where are you listening in from, Daniel? Texas. Texas. Welcome, Daniel, to the program of Wiped Off Face. Good morning. It's uh, about to be 8 a.m. for me. I just got off work. I work the night shift. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've been working on it for, I think, this specific job, um, like seven months now. Uh -huh. So I kind of got used to it. Nice. And what do you do, may I ask? We work at a gym. Okay. Trainer? Yes. Are you? Uh, no. I just work the front desk. But um, it's pretty easy, honestly, because since it's overnight, it doesn't get that um, full, except like from when I'm when I barely go into work and I'm when I'm getting off work is when it's more busy. Uh huh. But there's um like at least three hours during my shift that it'll just be empty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We want to ask you a question. 
On Fridays, we have what is called Facing the Lions, since our podcast is all about that. What challenges um, have you faced, past or present? What have, what was the question? What challenge, that. that's okay, have you faced, past or present? Um, okay, so, I'm 23 years old. Um, I think I've faced a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. Or um, I think the average person maybe. So my parents are um, first generation immigrants. Mm-hmm. They are uh, so I'm Mexican. Um, I live on a border town. They crossed, um, you know, not knowing any English. Uh-huh. So they kind of taught themselves everything. Good for and them. Love it. My mom comes from poverty. Mm-hmm. And my dad comes from, uh, comes from like abusive, an abusive home. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, uh, you know, they didn't really have like the best uh, grounds to start on. Uh-huh. And um, I mean, I think I'm just trying to figure everything out because, you know, um, there's not, there wasn't a lot of resources growing up, so they kind of had to figure everything out on their own. Um. <laughs> So, I mean, that's just, like, some background. What has uh, been my, your challenge? For me, specifically. What has been your okay. challenge in, with that, though? Is it that your parents yeah. moved with no oh, English? Yeah. I, I was just giving some context. Okay. But, uh, so, growing up, I have uh, an older sibling, a younger sibling, two younger siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of weren't, like, super close in age, so we were never that close together okay so even though we even though i have three siblings i just kind of never had like that sibling support we mostly just grew up kind of like in a bunch with uh, uh my mom's side of the family so just black cousins around okay um you know there wasn't really a lot of uh emotional support i guess okay and i still don't fully uh, i don't think i've fully begun to grasp like i guess the effects of my childhood and mm-hmm. what it's had on me mm-hmm. uh, i mean as a child i was apparently um i was like i i guess okay so when i was really little i don't remember this apparently i would hit people I mean, I, I guess I would act out probably for attention. Um, during my middle school years, it was kind of rough. You know, I kind of hung out with a uh, bad group of people. Okay. Um, so then I had to go, uh, for high school, I had to go through a charter school, which is, it's basically, it's not like a private school because it wasn't paid for or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just a, not a public school. So you so, learned at home. Did you, learn, so I'm sorry? did you learn at home? I think I did. Yeah, it's just the teachers there were um, Turkish. Okay. So, like, the communication was not the best. So, um, yeah, I think I probably was stunted a little. Okay. Um, I did go to college, though, for, I think, 
So I graduated in 2017. So you overcame the challenge and graduated. Love it. Go ahead. Yeah, I graduated in 2017 and I went to a university for a year. Nice. And then I switched to a community college for, I believe, four semesters. But I didn't pass all my classes. So I, I never really got a degree. And then, uh, I don't know, just my early, like, I mean, I'm still in my early 20s, but, like, the very first part of my 20s was kind of rough, and then me just graduating after high school, um, I didn't really know what to do, so then I got my, uh, my first job at a uh, car wash, uh, and I've just been doing, like, jobs and uh, random jobs. And uh, my brother's the uh, manager at an escape room, so I kind of worked with him for a while. Okay. okay. And I think issues have been, like, catching up to me more. Okay. Um, I, I've realized a lot of my mechanisms were unhealthy, and they weren't working anymore. What was so, unhealthy? What was unhealthy for you? The number one thing. So I think the way that I deal with stress is I just go to the gym and it would be too much. Like I would go six, sometimes seven times a week and uh, I would be there two hours a day. And it started basically like being getting like physically sick because of uh, all the mental stress, the stress that I was putting my body through. So and, you uh, started to become aware that. Establish like healthier behaviors, but 
How are you doing now? How are you doing now? Presently. I mean, I'm still figuring things out, but I think I've, I feel like I've mentally grown out of, because uh, I felt like I had never grown out of, like, high school mentality. Uh-huh. So I, I do feel like a, a young adult now. Love it. Growing up. But I don't know how, what I'm doing. And that's why I feel like a, a lot of parts of me feel like I'm... Sometimes I'll feel like I'm 13 again. Sometimes I'll feel like I'm four years old again. And, like, I've been getting a lot of, like, mini flashbacks. Yes. Um, yes. I guess, like, moments that were blocked out of my childhood. Sure. I don't know if they're, if they're good or bad memories. I just, I'm just getting, like, random memories of... Their memories. Like, uh, yeah, like, I'm just getting random memories of... I think from what I've learned, like from the books that I've learned and like the uh, therapy forums and stuff, is that I think like those parts of my brain that were scared uh-huh. for I guess just basic survival, yes, uh, they feel safe enough for me to be able to um, like the, those memories are like coming back because my brain feels safe enough to. Uh, True statement. We are, in fact, I want to recommend something to you that we're doing as a group in the uh, I'm Talk Facing the Lions uh, podcast. Go look at the book. It's uh, Trisha, if you can put that up. The book is called uh, Feelings Buried Alive Never Dies. What you said is a very true statement. I want to tell you, Daniel, that you are going to be okay. You are um, thriving as a young adult. Uh, at least you're getting up off of the couch and you are uh, working. And believe me, I hope that there are many more people in your life. This book is by Carol K. Truman. We thank you, Daniel, all the way from Texas. And Daniel, would you do me a favor? Would you let us how let us know how you're doing from time to time, please? And thank you, please. Sure. Thank you for listening. Always. Always. Go ahead. Go ahead. My story, I guess. No, I love it. We want to hear your stories, and we thank you. Daniel, if you want, we are uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, You can hear our live streams on uh, Spotify and iHeartRadio. Wherever your podcasts are, you can hear us. And we'd love if you gave us a following as well as a like on Wiped Off Facing the Lions Facebook. Sure. Have a good day. What were you saying? I'm sorry. That sounds good. Okay. And we love your story. That's what we want. Tell us your story. Thank you, Daniel. Have a good day. Thank you, you too. Welcome. We just heard from Daniel. Daniel from Texas. Thank you for your story. We ask of you guys to send us your story. While I close out this part of my talk, please stay with us. I want you to do an assignment, and this assignment is... Are you ready for it? It's going to be a...
make a fun. I love this format. Um, we talked about that. Hold on. I moved it around. Um, I want you to write about what makes you smile. What makes you smile? I think that's important. Because in your smile, there's a story. Write about that. Send it in. And if we love your story, we'll read some of them. Daniel says, this made me feel great. Daniel, we love you. And thank you for that story. And if you want to hear that your voice again, talking about your story or hear this podcast, we will post it right after we're done. We're moving right into the segment of Trisha's Treasure. Trish, go ahead. story or hear this podcast we will post it right after we're done we're moving right into the segment of I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us Texas thank you South Carolina thank you Palmdale California aka the Antelope Valley thank you 
We want more of you to know about more of us. Daniel, we thank you. We loved your story. We're going to be able to put a podcast, record it for you, pass it on, play it. When there are times that you are sad, take care of yourself. Daniel talked about self-care. And he used the word afraid. How many times that's said. And yet, despite the challenges we saw in today's podcast, that we must rise above. We must introspectively think about viewing ourselves despite our challenges. Thank you, everybody, for joining again. If you have questions, comments, anything you want to say, you can in honesty, we've all had to take a look and be honest with ourselves. We're so grateful that we have podcasts like this. We wish you more to be faced with your lions and learn and grow with your lions faced. Thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you right back on here next week. Join us for another episode of Facing the Lion. Bye for now.